RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Salas Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. It's a mistake to keep little personal secrets from your wife or husband. They always come out at the worst possible time. Today, a shock comes to Phil as he learns something about Alice that he never suspected. More about that after this word about RCA Victor. It's a beauty and a buy. RCA Victor's Blaine is the table model radio you've been waiting for. Beautifully styled, the Blaine comes in seven smart decorator colors to fit any decoration scheme. You can choose from handsome deep maroon, antique ivory, laurel green, coffee tan, slate blue, wine red, or colonial white. And best of all, you can buy the RCA Victor Blaine at an amazingly moderate cost. Now you can afford to have a radio in different rooms of your home. It's ideal as an extra set to have around the house. Yet, even though it costs so little, RCA Victor's Blaine sets new standards in table radios. The Blaine is the lowest-priced radio with a famous golden throat tone system. Its powerful reception adds new luster to radio listening. You can't afford to miss this versatile, stylish table model radio. The low price. R.C.A. Victor, Blaine. And now the stars of the R.C.A. Victor program, Alice Faye and Phil Harris. <laughs> the Harris children have been invited to a costume party at the home of one of their friends. Alice and the girls are trying to decide what costumes they will wear. Gee, Mommy, I'm so excited. This is the first costume party we've ever been invited to. Well, what do you think we ought to wear, Mommy? Well, let's see. Maybe we could get you wooden shoes, and you could go as little Dutch girls. Or, or, or maybe we could make up your eyes, and you could go as two geisha girls. Or we could lather your heads, and you could go as a couple of short bears. <laughs> Miss Pilsner and Miss Bach. <laughs> oh, Phil, stop. Well, I have an idea, Mommy. Phyllis and I can go with two little southern bells. Oh, no, sis, that's corny. Take that back, you little Yankee. <laughs> Forgive her, General Lee. It's her northern mammy's influence. So. <laughs> oh, Phil, please keep out of this. Why don't you go out in the garage in all your cotton-picking machines? <laughs> That ain't the way I heard it Hey, look, girls Maybe you could go as a couple of famous personalities, huh? Gee, that's a neat idea, Mommy Phyllis, one of us could go as our favorite blonde movie star Yes, and the other could go as her famous band leader husband Oh, Phil, did you hear that? Isn't that cute? Yeah, the little darlings Yeah Hey, baby Alice Tell me, which one is going to be which? I'll be Betty Grable and she'll be Harry James. <laughs> I wonder what I could get for them on a used child lot. <laughs> Mommy, I have a wonderful idea. Let's go as two little Indian princesses. 
Say, that's a wonderful suggestion, Phyllis. I'll dress you each in an Indian costume. I'll get you a buffalo skirt, an old blanket, and, and I'll put some feathers in your hair. Oh, goody, then we'll look just like Grandma Harris. Can we have a corn cob <laughs> What did you say, Phyllis? I said, can we have a corn cob pipe like hers, too? Now, just a minute. <laughs> Your grandma don't smoke a pipe. She just chews a little mail pouch once. <laughs> no coaching from the audience, please. I'll tell you what, girls. I'll see if I can put together some Indian outfits for you. Yeah, you do that, honey. And in the meantime, I'm going into the library and catch up with some of my reading. I've, uh been neglecting Freud lately. <laughs> Freud? Could you mean Freud? That's the cat. <laughs> yeah, he's that famous sisyphrocanist. Uh, uh, <laughs> now look, try and be a little quiet, please, because I want to concentrate, huh? Right. Mommy, I just thought of something. Alice and I are blondes. We won't look like Indians. Say you're right. But I'll take care of that right now. I'll go to a wig maker and rent you little black wigs with braids. Oh, that'll be wonderful, Mommy. And now look, girls, don't say a word to your father. I want it to be a big surprise to him when he sees you in these outfits. Now behave yourselves while I'm gone. Yes, Mother. Gee, Alice, we're going to look cute in black wigs. You will, but I won't. My hair's too long, it'll show through. Yeah? It should be cut. But Mommy won't take me to a barber and let him cut it. Uh, why do you have to go to a barber? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'll cut it for you. <laughs> yeah, that'll... Hold it, Myrtle. <laughs> do you know how to cut hair? Happens to be my business. <laughs> now sit down and I'll start cutting. Well, all right. But you'd better just do it on one side first to see how it looks. All right, Alice. I'll just cut it short on one side. Anybody home? Where are you, Curly? Oh, I'm in here, Frankie. Come on in. Hiya, Curly. Hiya, Frankie. Ramley. Hmm? You look different this morning. There's something wrong with the whites of your eyes. What's the matter with them? They're white. I <laughs> know, yeah, I had them bleached. <laughs> Attractive, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. While you were at it, you should have had your nose touched up a little. <laughs> hey, did you see the kids on your way in? Alice told me to keep an eye on them. She's gone out. Yeah, I saw them outside. You know something, Curly? You ought to be proud of little Phyllis. She's growing up to be a beautiful girl. Natch. Takes after my side of the family. But it's a shame about baby Alice. Well, she can't help it. She looks like the phase, and she... Wait a minute. <laughs> what do you mean, it's a shame about baby Alice? The way her head is growing. <laughs> it's so lopsided. Lopsided? What are you talking about? Must be hereditary. Curly, do slanted heads run in your family? <laughs> Not that I know of My grandfather had a nice pointed head <laughs> And my uncle was known as Chief Flattop <laughs> But I don't remember any slanted heads uh, 
Remley, hmm? you're seeing things. They're crawling on the wall again. <laughs> You no. sure you put them all back in the pen now? You got them all <laughs> No, it's on a level. I tell you, her head leans to one side. Come on with me. I'll show you. Yeah, there she is, playing on the lawn. Well, she looked... Oh, Remley, you're... Oh, no. What did I ever do to deserve a child with a lean-to head? <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Not I... curly, curly. Oh, Take it easy. It can be fixed. When she gets a little older, you can have it hammered out. <laughs> hammered out? Sure. A good body and fender man can straighten it out in no time. Will you keep quiet, please? This is serious. Baby Alice! Honey, come here quickly. Coming, Daddy. Funny, I just spoke to her ten minutes ago. I didn't notice her bean was on the bias. <laughs> I wonder if well, she... What do you want, Daddy? Oh, Alice, look, I want to talk to you. Uh, look at me, honey. Oh, no... Her head looks like an old soccer ball that's been kicked out of shape. <laughs> she has hair on one side and on the other... Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Alice, who cut your hair off on one side? I did, Daddy. I was just trying Never to... mind. Your mother told me to watch... Oh, she's gonna kill me for this. Nah, don't get... Oh, don't get excited, Curly. There's a very simple solution to this. What? Well, we'll just cut her hair on the other side and even it up. Yeah. <laughs> we could do that. Well, sure, of course we could. Come here, Alice. Sit down in this chair while I cut right, your hold hair. Hold it, Mr. Remedy. Just one minute. Hold it. What's the matter? You know anything about barbering? Oh, please. I happen to be a tonsorial expert. Just cut her hair. Leave her tonsils in. <laughs> Look, on second thought, I'd better do this. Hand me those shears. Here. I'm just going to clip the hair off on the long side until it's even with the short side. Is that it? Right. All right, hold still, Alice. Yeah. How's it look now, Remley? You took too much off. <laughs> well, then I'll cut the other side a little more. Yeah. How's it now? Now the other side is longer. <laughs> I'm going to get it even if it takes all day. <laughs> well, Remley, I think I got the sides even at last. Just a minute, Curly, while I check. Yep. That's even. Twelve hairs left on each side. <laughs> Daddy, what did you do to my hair? Phyllis, how do I look? Not bad, egghead. <laughs> hey, Remley. Hmm? I think we overdid it. Look at her. She looks bald. <laughs> oh, man, when that Alice gets home, I ain't going to... What am I going to tell her? Don't I... tell her anything. Maybe she won't notice How it. could she help it? <laughs> <laughs> How could she help but notice that the glare alone will blind her? <laughs> I've never seen such a dazzling dome. Yeah, her scalp does shine a little. Hey, I have an idea, Curly. When Alice comes home, we'll have the kid keep turning around. That'll explain things. Keep turning. How's that going to explain it? You tell Alice you bought a short lighthouse. <laughs> Very simple. That's yeah, all. Yeah, quiet, quiet. 
Oh, when my wife sees this, she's going to have a fit. I tell you, she won't even notice she's it. She's got to notice it. Look at the difference between the two kids. One has beautiful long hair, and the other is practically bald. You know, there is a slight contrast. Look, Ramley, we got to get some hair back on baby Alice. If I only had... Hey, wait a minute. Mm. Uh, I'll be right back, Ramley. We're going. Look, every year on her birthday, I give Alice a lock of my hair, and she keeps them in her jewel box. Uh-huh. I'll go up and get them. Curly, that ain't going to do any good. What we ought to do Please, is... I'm going to try it anyway. Now, you just stay here with the kids and keep them out of mischief. Uh, uh, entertain them. How should I entertain them? Play them one of my latest records. Since then, has that come under the heading of entertainment? <laughs> I'd better play one of Alice's records. Oops, my heart went oops the moment that we met. My heart went oops, I never will forget. My heart turned oops the moment that I met you. Oops, my feet went oops, I nearly took a spill. My knees went oops. They shook a bit until my head went oops. You mustn't let it get you. I was going for a very what you call a solitary sort of stroke. Just a twiddle in my thumbs when I heard a lot of drums begin to pound and roll. And oops, my heart went oops. It went into a spin of loop the loops. You must have thought me kin to nincompoops. The silly way I acted. Of course you couldn't know that you were so aglow And I was so attracted But baby, take a bow My heart is going oops right now Whoops, there it goes My heart goes flip-flop when it sees you Whoops, my heart went oops The moment that we met My heart went oops I never will forget my heart turned hoops uh -huh. the moment that I met you. Oops, my heart went oops. It went into the spin of loop the loop. You must have brought me in the nincompoops. The silly way I acted. Of course you couldn't know that you were so alone and I was so attracted. But baby, take a bow. My heart is going hoops right now. Huh? Oh, man, I got bad news for you. What's the matter? You know those locks of my hair I gave Alice? What about them? She went and sewed them together and made a bath mat out of them. <laughs> now what are we going to do? Curly, you don't need them anyway. While you were gone, I took care of everything. There is no longer any contrast between the children. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Look at your two little girls. See any difference? No. Hey. Oh, Remley, you're wonderful. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but now little Phyllis looks just as bald as... Bald! <laughs> oh, Remley, you cut Phyllis's hair off, too. Yep. I'm thinking every minute. <laughs> With what? They look horrible. They do not. You're just not accustomed to them. 
Anybody else who sees them won't see anything unusual about them. Anybody home? I brought the groceries. Oh, hello, fellas. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Run for your life. There's two little men from Mars and back here. <laughs> Julius, them are not men. There are girls. Oh, you guys will go out with anything. <laughs> Look, Julius, these are my two daughters, Phyllis and Alice. Who Simonized their scouts? They look bad, huh? They don't look good. All right, girls, you better run along. I'm not going to have you insulted by this little butter peddler here. Mr. Harris, you better get some hair on these kids. You know something, Frankie? Hmm? He's right, he's right. We got to get some hair on them kids and do it fast, but how? We could give them a scalp massage. That'd make it grow. Or we could get some hair restore and rub it on. Why don't you just dip them in a sack of Vigoro and water them down? <laughs> We're not trying for camellias. <laughs> we just want hair. Oh, what's the use? We can't make their hair grow before Alice gets home. We're just... Hey, wait a minute, Remley. What is it? I got it. Why don't we paste the hair back on that we cut off? Okay. I'll go shovel it out of the incinerator. <laughs> you mean you burned their hair? Yeah. But don't worry, they'll look stunning as ash blonde. <laughs> if I had any brains, I'd go home after a joke like that. <laughs> Remley, we can't use ashes. We gotta paste something on them that looks like hair. But what? Hey, Curly, do you still have your old raccoon coat? Yeah. Hey, it's got nice long hair. I could cut off a few swatches and, and paste it on them. Sure you could. Nobody would ever know the difference. No, I'm too fascinated to go home. <laughs> Did it ever occur to you jokes to get human hair? Will you get lost, please? Get lost. Who'd be stupid enough to give... Don't go away, kid. <laughs> hey, Remley, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Excuse, uh, excuse me a minute, Julius. Excuse me, Julius. Look, Remley. Hmm? We need human hair. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we just... Curly, uh, I know what you're thinking. But he ain't... I know it ain't. But it's close enough. All we got to do is to think of some way to... We'll be with you in a minute, Julius. Take your time. I'll stay right here until you think of some sneaky way to cut off all my hair. <laughs> now look, Remley. All we got to do is to get... What did he say? What he said is going to make what you're going to say very hard to do. <laughs> Curly, he ain't going to let us do it. He don't have to let us. We'll just grab him, force him in the chair, and cut his hair off. Yeah, but how are we going to keep him in the chair? Why don't you just take your belts off and strap me in the chair? <laughs> Helpful kid, ain't he? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we'd do without him. I got my belt off, Remley. Take yours off. Yeah, I got mine. Now, how do we catch him? I don't know. Hey, Julius, how do we catch you? Easy. I'll start running and 
Why you chase me? Okay, come on, Remley. Right. Come on. What happened, fellas? Our pants fell down, you little thing. That's what I figured. So long, chumps. <laughs> well, there he goes. We got to get hair for the kids before Alice gets home, or we're gonna. Oh, it's it's. <laughs> what is it? What? Hey, I got it. It's so simple. Why didn't I think of this before? All I have to do is to go to a wig maker and get a couple of wigs for the kids. Yeah, with wigs they might start to look human. Please, <laughs> don't knock my kids. Even without hair, they're beautiful. They're my own flesh and blood, and I'm proud of those girls. All right, all right. Let's get down to the wig maker. Can we take the girls along for a fitting? Are you kidding? I wouldn't be found dead with them monstrosities. <laughs> buy a couple of small blonde wigs and bring them back. Come on to the wig maker. Right. Hey, Remley. Huh? They got a nice selection of toupees in this place. Yeah, they sure have. How do you do, gentlemen? Welcome to Max's Wiggery. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep you waiting, but... Uh... I have a customer in the back room. Oh, well, that's all right. Look, Max, I'd like to see some dome doilies. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I said I'd like to see a divot or two. You know, a divot, a wig. A, a oh, wigs, of course. <laughs> yeah. If I may say so, sir, you certainly could use a new one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the one you have on doesn't fit too well. <laughs> Tell me, sir, who made that bird's nest you're wearing? <laughs> Who knitted that snood you got on? <laughs> Look, Buster, I ain't got no time to kid around. The wigs ain't for me. I want them for my two little bald-headed children. Bald-headed children? <clears throat> and what color would you like for the little gargoyles? <laughs> All right, don't get gay, Maxie. Just give me a couple of blonde wigs for my daughters. Well, I'll tell you what, sir. You look around and decide what color you want. Hmm? I have an important customer in the fitting room. It's uh, Miss Alice Faye. And I can't keep her waiting Oh, I understand You go right ahead Hey, Remley hmm? The things you find out About some of the movie stars <laughs> Man, the way they're glued together <laughs> Hey, Remley Here's a couple of wigs That look Alice Faye <laughs> Frankie What could Alice have come here for? What? Do people usually come to a wig maker's for? Nah, no, not my Alice. Why, she has beautiful blonde hair. Her hair is perfect. It should be at these prices. <laughs> you stop with that, I don't believe it. Come on. Look, let's sneak up to that door and listen. I can't believe that. I can. Blondes are very deceitful. Please, will you just be quiet? I want to listen. Now, here's a beautiful black wig, Miss Faye. I think you'll love this. Well, it, it is attractive, but... Uh... How do you think a black wig will look with a fair complexion? Well, why don't you try it on and see? All right, I'll try it. Oh, no, it's true. She does wear a wig. And all these years when she told me she was putting up her hair, she was putting it up in the closet. <laughs> there, Miss Faye, doesn't that look lovely against your fair skin? Yes, it does look nice. Of course, it's a little small for me, but I'll take it. Frank, did you hear that? Hmm? I don't get it. If it's too small for her, why is she, why is she buying it? It's probably cheaper than having her head shrunk. <laughs> I like this one. I'll take it, and I want another one just like it. Another? What's she buying two for? Protection. 
in case she gets caught in a strong wind. Oh, <laughs> you come on, I can't stand to hear any more of this. Come on. Uh, dames are all alike. This ain't a dame. She happens to be my wife. She don't have to be. <laughs> what do you mean? She misrepresented. On those grounds, you can get a divorce. I don't want no divorce. <laughs> I just want a wife with hair. Is that asking too much? A little fuzz. <laughs> this is terrible. The two things I've always admired about Alice has been her hair and her teeth. And now I find out her hair is false. About her teeth. <laughs> what about? When she goes to sleep at night, does she keep a glass of water next to her bed? <laughs> yeah. She always has one there. Why? Did it ever smile at you? <laughs> no, no. But last night it looked like it was leering a little. No! <laughs> it was probably just a reflection from her bald head. Oh, Reverend. <laughs> I'm sick. Let's go. All right. <laughs> How could Alice deceive me like this? I feel terrible. No, I don't we... blame you. You have a wife that's completely phony. Her hair is phony. Her teeth are phony. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if her money is no, phony. No, no! Doust <laughs> was the keenest cut of all. <laughs> you know something, Remley? I can't believe that Alice wears the wig, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to find out. When she comes home, I'm going to test it. I'll find Hello. out a... Where are you? Oh, I'm here, home. Here she comes. Yeah. Here she comes. At least she had the decency to wear her blonde wig home. <laughs> now, look, Remley, we got to be subtle about testing her hair, so don't let on that we suspect anything. No, no, it. no. No, of course not. Hello, Phil. Hi, Alice. Hello, Frankie. Hi, Baldy. Frankie! <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what's he talking nothing, about? Nothing, 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 honey. Uh, 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 you... You look tired, honey. Why don't you sit down in this chair and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll massage your scalp? Oh, no, thanks, honey. I, I don't want to disarrange my hairdo. What difference? You got two more in that bag. <laughs> now, how do you know what I have in this bag? All right, Alice. Let's not keep up this pretense any longer. Oh, Alice, why didn't you tell me that... That all you have on your head is skin? <laughs> it wouldn't have made any difference to me. I'd have been used to it by now. I could, I could have carried a shama or an oil rag or a couple of pieces of Q-chalk. I could have gotten... Bill, what are you talking about? I bought two black wigs for the children. They're going to the costume party as Indians. You mean that the, the wigs are... Oh, man, what a relief. Well, of you course. mean they're just for the kids? Of course, Phil. I'll call the girls in and put the wigs on them. Uh, girls, girls, come in here a minute, please. Curly, Curly. What? We forgot to get the blonde wigs for the kids. Oh, no. When Alice sees what we did to them kids, she's going to hit the roof. What do you want, Mommy? Well, I just wanted to... There she goes, Remley. Yeah. Straight up. She's heading for the ceiling. Alice, watch that chandelier. It cost a lot of money. Oh. 
Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. Ever stop to think how you'd feel if your radio or television set went dead just when you're counting on it most? Well, it's good to know that in every community, there's a man trained and prepared to handle such emergencies. Your local radio television serviceman. He'll find what's wrong and fix it quickly. And if your radio or television set needs new tubes, he'll most likely recommend RCA. He knows that RCA television picture tubes, for example, have been in use in more sets for a longer time than any other brand. And it doesn't matter what make of set you own, there's an RCA picture tube to fit virtually every make and model. So, if your radio or television set should need attention, be sure to call the local radio television serviceman displaying the RCA sign. He'll restore your set to its original performance with genuine RCA tubes. It costs you no more to get the best reception your money can buy. We're a little late, so good night, folks, and please give to your Red Cross. Good night, everybody. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or record, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first still in television. Next, Theater Guild on the Air presents The Search on NBC.